iCarly. What? iCarly. Isn't that what they do in iCarly? Like the guy would like look at the two girls and say five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, but I wasn't recording when I said that. So all they heard you say was iCarly. Like you're starting this whole podcast with iCarly. Oh, that does sound awkward, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it does from a 40-some-odd-year-old <laughs> man. And hey, you know what? Moment of silence. iCarly ended this year. It did? Yeah. Oh. What's even sadder is that I knew that. Well, well, did your daughter watch iCarly? She did, and my son. They both. They loved it. Yeah. It was kind of a show we'd watch. I thought Spencer was funny. I had to have my girls stop watching iCarly. I, it was uh, a little grown up. It got a little grown up. They became really big into kissing each other yes. and all that. And yes. uh, yeah. So that and, um, you know, the whole idea of there's really no parents there. It's just a doofy brother. Yeah, it's like a Disney show. It's like <laughs> there's no parents whatsoever. So well, there are. There are. Her her dad serves in the military. Well, isn't that convenient? Yes. For them to have a nice loft type place to live and yeah, he's doing really well for being in the military. Yeah, yeah, and him being able, and then the brother being as dumb as he is and to blow up thing. It's just. Yes. Anyway, I just think it's so. I'm pretty funny. sure that child protective services would have taken Carly away. <laughs> totally. I think totally. You, you got to If you're looking at it from a realistic standpoint, but yeah, I, I know. Carly is I. Uh, oh, I don't know. I have to say goodbye, I Carly. Oh, yeah. you're, which would have been really good. I Carly in a uh, in a home with with a with a parental unit she does not know, having to make life work. Yes. Yes. That would be a that would be a good sitcom actually. Yeah. Maybe you yeah. should make it and call it My Carly. It's from the dad's perspective, you know. <laughs> Carly. That's good. And they always made fun of old people. I, I didn't like that the way they made fun of old elder. That really bothers me when sitcoms don't respect the old people, um, right. but they just kind of make fun of them as they're dang kids, as they're uh, as as if the elderly are just these little muppets. On Earth to uh, I, their fun. Yeah, and I always—that's why I quit watching Scooby Doo—was because they made fun of smart kids. You know, instead of referring to them as smart, they were always referred to as meddling. Meddling. Yeah. I, the villain of the, They made fun of the smart kids, is what they yes. did. Yes. Yes. Ooh, for who the bell tolls? That was your phone. Everything okay over there? Yeah, I don't even know what happened. I just hit that button real quick. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. You've heard about these phones and how they work nowadays, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I yeah. just put it on silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool, though. That's cool. Well, audience, we've uh, just carried on a whole conversation as if you were sitting right with us. That's kind yeah. of how it works. Yeah. So, Merry Christmas, audience. We hope we hope you're enjoying your holiday fun. Um, if you are out and about, if you're visiting your family, if you're out of town, whatever it is, we hope you're having a great Christmas. Oh, yeah. A belated happy Christmas to you. Feliz Navidad. Oh. Compleños años feliz Navidad. Uh, yes. Isn't that what they say? <laughs> I think that's what they said. So, too. I think so. <laughs> I've been on, been on, uh, 
I took Spanish in high school. I think that's it. Plus, I think – did you did you take it all the way through? Yeah, all the way through. Yeah, yeah. I cheated a lot, but I, I got, that's the gist anyway. That's funny. That's so, so this is our Christmas slash New Year's show, um, and you're at your house in Oklahoma. I am. That's exactly. You're at your house in Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix, Arizona? Yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah, uh, it's it's my vacation. Your, your winter home, my winter home in Phoenix. <laughs> yes, we go there. We go there to, you know, just kind of play in the sand a little bit. You know, we, we bring buckets. It's a lot of fun. So, no, I'm in Texas. It snowed here for Christmas. Did it snow there for you? No, you got my snow for Christmas. Oh, you thank stole you. Stole my Christmas present. Oh, yeah, did that's you the way snow? I'm gonna view it. Oh, dude, we, we got a. We were supposed to get like sick. It was like. Three or four days out, folks, it's going to be six, 12 inches right now. We see that nor'easter coming in right now, you know, and you're like, oh, this is going to be great, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking to my parents like, hey, y'all want to come over the night before and just stay the night in case it comes early? We, you know, don't want you to be stranded. Right. No, no. You know, my dad, who's the voice of reason in my life, says, ah, nothing's going to happen. And I'm like, you crazy old man. I was like an old car. I was like, I Carly. And, uh, <laughs> and your, 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 your dad became a Muppet, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. He was like one of those. Well, yeah, he is. In my life, he's always been one of those Muppets sitting up in the. In the, in the uh-huh. Oh, get on with the show. Um, and so then as it got closer, it's like, well, it looks like it's going to be three to six. And I'm still like, three to six inches. That's still fun, you know? And then they said three to six until. It was all over, and they're like, "Well, it looks like it went south of us, but Dallas is getting it." I was all like, "You no good, Dallasans." We got it. We got it. It was so awesome. We're all in the front room. It's been a rainy day. Uh, Steph, my wife, she took a nap on the couch. The girls were watching. Um, they were kind of, you know, kind of in that half dreamy state of yeah. taking an afternoon nap and. Um, I look out the window and it's snowing. It is just coming down. It was so beautiful. I'm so, glad you guys got it because y'all don't get snow very much. We don't. We don't. So we played in it and had fun in it and it was great. It was really cool. And you so, had the ultimate snowball fight. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Both both my girls. We we went out there and uh, yeah. So it was fun. Awesome. A lot of fun. Well, audience, we hope that you are enjoying your Christmas break with whoever you are with. Um, yes. We hope it's a lot of fun. Hope it's a lot of fun. You know, speaking of Christmases, T, do you? Uh, Christmas is always, you know, symbolized with family and and fun and festivities. And festivities. And food. Have you ever had like a lonely Christmas? Has there ever been a Christmas in your life um, that it was just it was just not that great? Not one. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's not one. Um, you know, probably one of the best. I mean, Christmas has always been a big deal for my family. We're, all, you know, I come from a very, very close family and stuff. And um, probably the, the, there's only been one Christmas that we weren't either with my family or with Angie's family. Yeah. And that was the year we got married. Of course, because we got married on December 21st. You guys got married young. Yeah. And we were on our honeymoon over Christmas that year. And so we were in South Carolina, in Charleston, South wow. Carolina. And, and that was a really cool Christmas. So our first Christmas together uh, it was just the two of us. And, and that was really sweet. And, um, you know, then we went back to her folks' house and had Christmas. And then my folks' house and had Christmas. But 
yeah, it's always been a big festive, fun family time. It's cool. So How about you? you? Well, you've had a birthday on the 22nd, yeah, 22nd. anniversary. Yep. Yep. Anniversary was on the day the world was supposed to end. Uh huh. Which, again, why we didn't make a podcast in December, we thought it was going to yeah. be a moot point with the world ending and all. Well, we thought, why? Yeah. You know, what's the why? point? The, the whole month was that way. Yeah. Hey, you want to go do this gig? Why? Yeah. Why? And, and now I got to figure out how to pay for this Ferrari. So. <laughs> Thanks for nothing, Mayans. <laughs> That's the T-shirt, isn't it? Yeah. Thanks, thanks for nothing, Mayans. Thanks for nothing, Mayans. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout 2013, when I'm trying to take off all this holiday weight, thanks, Mayans. Thanks for nothing, Mayans. <laughs> that would be a funny movie, wouldn't it? When, yeah. When your primary yeah. character is in such a pickle, and the reason was he just he just threw himself away and his finances and everything because the world was supposed to end on the 21st yeah 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 ate any kind of food they wanted yeah. just did whatever they wanted to do and now that the you reap what you sow yes so now they're, yeah and it's it's called you know mayan ruins <laughs> mayan ruins my life Mayan ruins. Ooh, yeah. we shouldn't be telling. That's a, that's a screenplay right there. I know, right? That's a screenplay. Yep. Here's what's great about that: you could do that five years from now, and all all it's it's just like it was a videotaped. Yeah. Well, you totally yeah. could, and you you really could have two guys. You have one guy that just throws it all away. It's all about himself. Yeah. And you have another guy who says the oh. world's coming to an end. I've got to make a difference I before make it a ends. Difference. Dude, and why so are we telling? You get to the twenty first, and you see that one guy wasted it; the other one didn't. And because the world didn't end, we get to see what they reap from that. It's pretty good, dude. Dude, why did we give that away? Well, it's copyrighted. It's our idea. It's our so idea. Don't anybody do it. It's our idea. If somebody does. We are suing their pants off. We've got a lawyer. We've got a mousy little lawyer who will get after you. Hey, let's talk to him real quick. Phineas, okay. are you there? Yeah, hold on just a second. Let me get him let him get let me get him for you. Come here, come here, Phineas. Come here. <laughs> Is he like a dog? Hello. Yeah, he stays. He's actually here over he's spending Christmas with us here at the house. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey Phineas. Hey, what's up? Hey, Merry Christmas, Phineas. Hey, Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas to you, too. Yeah, Merry Christmas. So you were with the Woodards this Christmas? Yes, uh, they kind enough to allow me to stay here in one of their uh, closets. <laughs> it's a, hey, come on, it's a, it's, I mean, it is, it's, it's a closet, but it's large. It's like a, it's, a, it's like a guest room. It's not that large. It's large enough for you. <laughs> hey, Phineas, yes, uh-huh. we just gave a great movie idea, um, are we good copyright? Like, uh, we need to do anything else? Is there anything you need to say legally to make sure that this idea is ours in case someone, yeah. you know, chooses to try to steal it? Uh, sure. Let me let me cover that real quick. Hold on. Okay. Thank you, Phineas. <laughs> the ideas and words used to describe the movie idea <laughs> by Tommy Woodard and Eddie James, the skate guys, are copyrighted and legally theirs. If anyone tries to do anything, I will come after them. Booyah. <laughs> wow, Phineas. Wow. wow. You put a little booyah at the end of that. Booyah. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, we're good now. That that just makes it copyrighted right there. <laughs> hey, Phineas. Hi, uh, yes. What's one of your goals for 2013? You got a goal? Uh, got, a, got a resolution? I'm, ha- I'm, I'm hoping to actually uh, start practicing law this year. What? Yeah, I've, I've never practiced law. 
I thought I, you were a lawyer. I, I don't even know how to respond to that. Good, good, good day. Phineas! I said good day. <laughs> See, you it's said always, good day. It's always the I, best I, I, I know. I said good day. It's always the best way to end a bit. That is probably it's one of the done. funniest phrases in all of comedy, isn't it? I said good day. Good day? But no, sir, you stay right there. I said good day. <laughs> I said good day. What's funny you is can it say probably, it so many it, different ways. It, I said good day. It probably I said good night. It didn't originate as a comedy bit either. Probably it was probably very serious. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those serious. But I, I said good day. It was. <laughs> yeah. It was probably yeah. the original. You can't handle the truth. Ooh, ooh, dude, you may be right. Here, let's let's just look. I'm gonna look real quick. I just gonna see the origin of good day. I said good day. Uh, origin of. I said good day. Nice. Huh. What's it say? Huh. This the phrase is usually haughtily announced in upper class British accent as though one is about to stomp off in a huff. <laughs> John Stewart, the Daily Show uses it. Uh oh, Willy Wonka has a similar line. Does what is it? I'm thinking it's how polite society used to brush people off and visibly show anger without breaking any huge rules of of etiquette. Yeah, Willy Wonka. Um, I don't. Huh. Interesting. Tolkien employed it in the opening scene of The Hobbit. Really. Uh huh. In the opening scene of The Hobbit, says using "Good morning" instead of "Good day" and letting Gandalf do a little riff on the various meanings which Bilbo has invested in the phrase in a very short conversation. Have you seen The Hobbit? I have seen The Hobbit. I liked it. I did yes. too. I thought it was great. Um, Hudson, Hudson and I went and saw it. Uh, I took Ainsley to see it, and she liked it. She I liked told, it. She stayed yeah. up for th- through the whole thing. I told her if she, anytime she wanted to leave, we could leave, and she liked the whole thing. That's so. awesome. Yeah. They're they're doing something out there right now, laughing. Um, I can find a use of the device in an 1876 Chicago Tribune news story. A defendant in a trial tells a badgering newspaper reporter, I bid you good day, sir. And he means quit asking me questions which I'm not going to answer. Uh-huh. Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah. 1876. A defendant in a trial tells a badgering newspaper. Here, okay, I will be the defendant. You be the badgering newspaper reporter. I'm going to be the badgering uh, newspaper reporter? Yeah, yeah, I'll be the defendant. Okay, yeah. okay. What, what am I reporting on you about? Um, maybe there's a murder. Maybe okay. there's a murder. Okay. Um, ah. So uh, it seems that you're going on trial for this murder. Is that right? I bid you good day, sir. I just wonder if I could get a question from you. I get, get an answer out of this. I said good day. <laughs> Yeah, that would do it. I'd I'd have to give up right then. Here, okay, I'll do it another way. I'll okay. Do it another way. Okay. 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 Ah, uh, Muggsy Malone. Uh, <laughs> so you're on trial for uh, the murder of Keister Cosgrove. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. You see here, yeah, yeah. I bid you good day, sir. I bid you good day. So tell me, Muggsy, did you do it? Huh? Did you do it? I bid you. 
Well, oh, darn it, I messed up. Hold on, what? hold on. Oh, go back, go back, go back. Um, okay. Okay, well, hold on. I bid you good day, sir. I bid you good day. Uh, I, wait, is that the ending? That's no, the ending? no, no, huh? Oh, okay. No. So, uh, Muggsy Malone, it uh, seems you're going on murder for the... I said, you see, I said good day. Well, Muggsy, I was just... I said yeah, yeah, good day! <laughs> I think the way you said that first one was so evil, I don't know if I would have followed up with the question. <laughs> I, I said, said, I'll bid you good day. I would have been, okay, I got I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Well, there yep. you go. Um, Mrs., you also find some similar in Dickens, A Christmas Carol. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I just actually watched that. Um, you found the uh, the old version that you like uh, so much? The 1938, 1937 version. Now, is that your favorite Christmas movie? It really is. I really genuinely love it. I I love it. Did you enjoy watching it again? I did. Yeah. I, I just think it's a, it's a fantastic story. I mean, it's just the message in it is phenomenal. Mm. That's so cool. Who 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 pointed you to that Christmas episode? Of- I stumbled upon it one night as a teenager. <laughs> I had an old black and white TV in my bedroom, mm. and uh, I was couldn't sleep, flipping channels. It was on channel forty three K A U T TV, I think, and uh, watched it and thought it was great. And it's just always been my fave. Do you watch it every Christmas? I try What's to. It? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah. T voted this year. And saved it, so I have it. So, who uh, who helped you find that Christmas episode? I just I stumbled on it again. No, yeah, you I did. Just found it. No, yeah. buddy. You know. Yeah. No. You had I a just, friend. You had a friend that found it for you. That. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> remember, I texted you and said it oh, was coming on at three a.m. Were you fishing for a compliment? Is that what you were doing? <laughs> Because I was splashing the water so the fish wouldn't come up. Um, <laughs> yes, you did, and I really appreciate it. It was great. Yeah, because it was on um, at like three in the morning or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which well, is really that's, that's what just friends sad. are for. That's sad that they would play it that early. Yeah, yeah. Because it's well, really why, good. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, um, and, and it's interesting because like the guy that plays Scrooge in that. 38 movie went on and was like in Mary Poppins and some other great movies. The guy that plays uh, Marley was in some big movies. I mean, so it was kind of interesting. A Christmas Carol is just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful story. I just, uh, it's phenomenal. It was, uh, written in 1838, I think. Yeah. Um, what, what was so amazing? By that same uh, lady that did the Harry Potter books. No, no, buddy, no, no. You sure? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, huh. yeah. Christmas Carol. <clears throat> oh, um, she wrote it. I'm sorry. Who did? Christmas, Christmas Carol. Yeah, Charles Dickens wrote it. Oh, Carol. I thought it was. Carol. No, no. <laughs> No, Charles Dickens wrote it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he related to Little Jimmy Dickens? I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't. Dickens I don't think so. Western singer. <laughs> it was a uh, 
he wrote a book called oh uh, Walter somebody like they paid him to write this book that didn't do very well so they basically the publishers basically said we need another book from you to yeah. kind of make up for some of this money that we paid you for this one book that didn't sell and so he wrote a Christmas Carol believe it or not um was it based on was it a short story was there not a short story involved in some way with the Christmas Carol yeah I don't know I don't I don't know maybe maybe I bought I bought the book I bought a 1930 uh maybe 1932 oh, wow. um wow. hardback edition of it last cool. year it's very old looking I love it yes 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 so great great story um even talks about Jesus in there uh when tiny when tiny Tim, he wants to stand stand out in the public in front of the church and and let everybody know who heals the lame and the deaf and the blind. And that's and that's Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you're exactly right. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's a great, great story. So uh I I love how uh um it talks so much about I mean, it never gets old. I mean, it just, I, I, no matter what way they put the story, I just love the story. I love the ghosts. I love, it gives you pause to think about your own life and what you're doing. And, you know, anyway, it's really, really good. Nice. I think anyway, that's just me though. What I do, love it. What do I know? Um, which is, that is my favorite Christmas movie would be Scrooge. Scrooged with Bill Murray. Um, oh, so good. So good. Um, my daughter, Ainsley, wanted to watch it, and I let her watch it with me. And it's so funny how – I mean, it's it's still one of my favorite Christmas movies, but when you have someone else that young watch it with you, you're like, oh, okay, okay. Oh, gosh. Oh, I hope that passed over her. She didn't know that one. Um, but there's a lot of cussing in it, and uh, but oh, how funny! And but you don't notice that when you don't have kids and you watch it's, it. It's so crazy. It's like you talked about Forrest Gump watching with your grandma. Oh, <laughs> never again. <laughs> it's both. It's my grandma and grandpa. I'm like, <laughs> fast forwarding. This isn't important. They're just you know. Okay. Just uh, okay. Go ahead. Oh nope, not this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Isn't that funny though? I yes. mean. Forrest Gump, amazing, amazing movie. And then you watch it with your grandparents. You're like, oh, hey, oh, yes. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. So, um, but it was interesting to see in Scrooged. I mean, you had like Lee Majors was in that $6 million oh, man. That's right. You had uh, Robert Goulet. You had all these people. It was a really, really great take on uh, the Christmas Carol. Anyway. That's one of my faves. One of my faves. So, what's your favorite Christmas com- uh, commercial? Got a favorite Christmas commercial, Tommy? Yeah, I mean, it won't do much for any of our audience members who don't live in Oklahoma because it's a Oklahoma. Actually, it's an Oklahoma City commercial, but it's just uh, BC Clark's anniversary sale commercial. Like when you start hearing that right after Thanksgiving, if you grew up in Oklahoma, you know it's Christmas time. Cause oh. Their little song. Most sales are after Christmas, but ours is just before. Most everything is marked way down. Savings you can't ignore at Oklahoma's oldest jeweler. Yeah, so it's pretty. 
Since 1964. I, I think it's older than that. Since 1892. <laughs> I think it's 1892. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Wait, is it that old? Because Oklahoma's not even that old. See, that's what I was kind of thinking. That's... I bet you I bet you they were jewelers around the same time Charles Dickens wrote a Christmas carol. Boy, you think? I bet you it's around the same time. Do you think they knew each other? I bet you they did. I bet you they did. I bet you the jeweler, what was his name again? There is a whole website. If you go to bcclarkjingle.com. That's crazy. BC clarkjingle.com go in there right now the history of the jingle get out isn't that not crazy wow interesting jingle was first written and produced in 1956 Hmm. developed a life of its own well looky there buddy looky there if the jingle were to play in a forest with no one around would you still sing along I'm saying heck yeah that's your favorite. It is. Isn't that weird? It's dumb, but it is my favorite. There it is. Ring t- you can do a ringtone. There it oh, is. That's silly. Anniversary sale. Right. Sales are after Christmas, but ours is just before. Most everything is marked way down. Savings you can't ignore. At Oklahoma, so this jeweler since 1892. Anniversary sale. That's right. good. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Okay. Do you, you got any other ones? Got any other Christmas commercials? <laughs> this year, my favorite Christmas commercial is the one where Santa's sliding down the, uh, the <laughs> banister and falls off. Now, is Santa supposed to be a little tipsy? Is that kind of the thing? I don't think so. Like, hey, I, I think you're, I think sure you're putting that into that. <laughs> I think you're totally adding that into the, the you commercial. Think? Yes, because nobody else is. The kids are there. Every, everybody's completely <laughs> sober. So why would they make the guy that's not sober be saved? <laughs> he was upstairs no. for the longest time. <laughs> no. It is so funny, though, man. I love it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's and I good. just I love it because there's such great little throwaway what we call throwaway lines i mean you do get the guys going you get that oh yeah which is your primary line you know because that's the purpose is if you have that camera you can share that video or that phone but you also hear in the background see santa's okay (laughs) which is awesome because that's what you would say as a parent because the kids (laughs) crying you know see santa's okay and then you hear somebody go shake it off santa (laughs) (laughs) he's up How about you? What are your favorite commercials? Oh, that's a oh, that one's a good one. Um, <clears throat> or I guess favorite Christmas commercials. We're kind of wrapping up Christmas here, aren't we? Yeah, a little bit. Um, my uh, my favorite still. I don't know how long it's been around, but um, it's the Folgers one yeah. where the brother comes home from the war, or whatever you know. Yeah. And um, the sister answers the door. She has no makeup on, you know, but she sees her brother there and. And uh, then then it cuts to the to the parents up in the bed, and they're like, "Oh, he's home! He's home!" You know. Then it cuts back to the kitchen, and the sister sits on the you know the countertop, and they're drinking coffee, and the brother gives her that gift, and then he then she uh, puts the 
bow on him and says, you're my gift. I just, I love that one. I love it. Because she was too cheap to get him a gift? Is that why you like it? No, it was the sentiment, sentimental, it's the sentimentality of it, of just your home, your home, big brother, I love you. You don't like that? I, I think, I think she's cheap. I think she forgot to get him up. I'm going to be honest. I think she, for, she was like, or maybe not. I'm, I'm going to give her the benefit of that out. Maybe she wasn't cheap, but he showed up early. And so now she's kind of stuck going, ah, yeah, you know what? You're my, you, we don't have to do gifts. You're my gift. And then we're, everybody's back together. You think that's it? I think so. Huh? I think so. I so totally the, so. so so the parents they're like oh god he's home he's home we didn't we didn't we didn't we didn't buy him anything yes oh, I think that they I think that's totally it yeah 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 so when you see them come downstairs and they're you know like hey hey what's up oh coffee hey 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 why don't you ah, you look so tired why don't it's, you lay down go for a long- Winter's nap. Go, you know the 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 mom steps pulls the dad around to the side. You've got to keep him entertained. <laughs> and the dad's like, "What? He's fine." No, I haven't got. I don't have an equal amount of gifts for the kids. <laughs> and the dad's like, "It doesn't matter. He's home." And she's all like, "You keep him entertained." No, 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 no. Okay, okay. I'll be the mom. You be the dad. Okay, okay. You keep saying what you're saying. No, 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 no. I I have to leave. I have to leave that no. house. Hey, uh, listen, Loretta, just it's he's home. Let's just enjoy no. him being home. No, you don't I I am getting my keys. Good day. No, all right. L- I'm Loretta, going to go get her my gift. Uh, good day. L- Loretta, just if you'll just let I me. Said good day. <laughs> I think that works. <laughs> I think that works. Oh, it's just good for anything. It really is. It's just good for anything. It, it is good for anything. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think on our, um, uh, and, you know, that's a friendship flashback too, is oh, yeah. you and I saw Scrooged together, by the way. We did? Yeah. 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 I mean, we did. You don't remember, do no, you? I don't remember at all. Yeah. I was, we took some girls to see it. We had dates. We did? Yeah, a little double date, you and me. And who were, uh, who were the ladies? Huh? Who went with us? <sighs> um, First names I, only, just to protect their identity. <laughs> Cindy and Christy. Oh, interesting. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. So 1989, maybe, or something like that. Probably. So, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So you and I, wow. double date. And uh, we thought Bill Murray was just the coolest guy ever. And so. he is. He is, still is. He still is. Occasionally, I'll see some hipster wearing a shirt with Bill Murray's face on it, and I'm like, "That's pretty cool." Yeah, you. Yeah, I'm yeah. not cool enough to wear that, but that's cool. Yeah, because he's cool. He is he's cool, cool, man. He's nothing but cool. <clears throat> oh, and uh, by the way, speaking of Christmas, Christmas, um, we we got our first like Christmas card sent to Skit Guys. What does it say? It's very nice. It's uh, it's got a uh, collection of photographs of the family family of five and um i like this i like this a lot it says there is room in this inn for jesus huh 
Oh, that's sweet. So it says, uh, Tommy and Eddie, uh, you guys are awesome, exclamation mark. Uh, come to California. We have a cottage by the beach for you. Uh, we surf for a living so we can give you lessons. P.S. We are applying for the Amazing Race 2. Sean, uh, Chrissy, Matthew, I guess it's Kasia, K-A-S-I-A, and Savannah. Wouldn't you say, would you pronounce that, pronounce that Kasia? Keisha. But if you take the K off, it's Asia. A-S-I-A. Oh, oh I don't know. But it could be Keisha. Keisha. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Well, that's awesome. I know. Oh, well, I'm going to take them up on it. I'm going to go. Have fun. Okay. Let me know what it's like. I will. I'll let you know. But you cannot come. I get to go. <laughs> I had noticed you didn't invite me. Good it day. Wasn't like, it wasn't like, hey, let's go. It's like, I'm going. Good day. I'm just saying. I said good night. <laughs> Wait, look at me. I'm sir. And ah! <laughs> that's what I. That's what help. I. What is there's no one to help? Where, see, help. Why is help. everything going off here? Okay, um, Tommy, we have to do this. We have to remember who died. Um, oh man! This, in 2012, who died? Okay. Let me at least stop things from ringing at my house. How is it that I can be on vacation, nothing happens, and then right. I try to do a podcast, and everything rings? I don't know, buddy. I don't know. Crazy. I don't know. Who's against um, Andy Griffith died. That one hurt, dude. I was a big Andy Griffith fan. Did you tear up at all? I did. I, I mean, he was the Andy Griffith show growing up, and... I mean, even as a young adult, I mean, was just one of my favorites. Um, Brad Paisley said about him, uh, knowing what he valued in life, I'd say he left here satisfied. He saved more souls than most preachers and put smiles on more faces than almost anyone. Yeah, I would agree. Was he a believer? Oh, yeah. Very Knowing what he believer. valued in life, I'd yeah. say he left here satisfied. Yes, very strong believer. Uh, several, um, several different like albums and stuff of him singing gospel music. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, anymore though, buddy. Lots of people sing gospel music. Yeah, but he sang it. He was gospel when gospel wasn't cool. Wait, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. No, um, um, but if you ever want to. Um, you probably find it online. Uh, there's an audio recording, maybe a video recording, I don't know, of a deal called What It Was Was Football. And it is one of Andy Griffith's oldest stand-up comedy pieces. When he was you did that, didn't started. you? Didn't no, you go- no, no, no. I never did that. It's a very funny piece, though. You're thinking of Phone Call from God. Yeah, didn't he do that one, too? No, that, oh. was, that was another fella, Ed. I- okay. I'm not going to be remembering who it was that did that one. Roy, Roy T. Pickens? Yes. <laughs> it was. It was. Or it could have been Colonel Pickens. Um, I'm not sure. Here, I, I, I still go, dude, you and I, like, this could be like if you called me today and went, hey, what's going on? This would be some of our conversations. So, okay. audience, I hope this is enjoyable because we're just really just talking. So Yes. That's all we can do. <laughs> um, Whitney Houston, sad. Very sad. Uh, pointless death. Sad. Yeah. I, I don't like those kind. Well, and there's another great example. I mean, again, I would be uh, 
I'm not, I'm not judging. I'm not saying anything, but here's another great example of the night before she died. She was on stage somewhere singing, um, yes, Jesus loves me. And, uh, next day, you know, in a bathtub drug overdose. Um, no doubt Jesus loves her. No yes. doubt, uh, that Jesus, you know, died for her as well. It's just, it's just sad when you look at, if you compare that quote, um, knowing, you know, knowing what he valued in life, I'd say he left here satisfied. I don't know if she left here satisfied. Buddy, that's a great question. <sighs> Donna Summer. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. She Very was also sad. a believer yeah, uh, yeah. later in life and did not like, was embarrassed of most of her stuff. Yeah. If I understand it correctly. Well, it was done in the 70s. It was disco. It was disco. Who did disco and is not a little embarrassed of it? Um, Larry Hagman. I love the nightlife. Oh, sorry, we've moved on. <laughs> I love to boogie. I don't think you said boogie. I think so. No, I'm a disco. Boogie. Yeah. Don't think Larry so. Larry Hagman, you know, they. everyone who worked with him spoke so highly of him. Uh, yeah, he seems, sounds like he was a very nice, nice guy. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, you still I, love to watch him on... Texas. I dream of GME. What? G- I dream of jammies. And you said Texas. <laughs> so we both, let's, let's see know. who was most wrong. <laughs> we were both wrong. <laughs> I dream of jammies. It's uh, one of my favorite shows. <laughs> Another sitcom. Yeah. Uh, I dream of jammies. Still one to be done. Guy doesn't uh, like to get out of his jammies. <laughs> I I love Dallas. Yeah, like, Dallas was great. Did you watch Dallas as a kid? Yeah, it's weird. It doesn't seem like <laughs> doesn't seem appropriate, but yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean, we started out talking about iCarly, and I go, my parents allowed me to watch Dallas, and I would never let my kids watch anything that resembles anything that was Dallas. Right, today. but let's stop and think. The level of inappropriateness is so exponentially larger now than it was even then. Yeah, there was still an innocence, I guess, huh? There was more innuendo used than, you know, explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but you, but I think about Dallas and all the infidelity and all the drinking and oh, all crazy. the. Yeah. I mean, there was still. I mean, again, really, you know, it was just kind of residue from the seventies. <laughs> I guess so, but <laughs> golly, I mean. And I guess in my little head, you know, in my mind, I, I couldn't have gone um, cognitively. Me watching J.R. Ewing kiss somebody that wasn't Sue Ellen. Yeah, I knew it was wrong, but like, I mean, I couldn't tell you why. I just liked watching J.R. It's just funny. Yeah, it's just funny. Um, but I I love Dallas. My dad drove me out there. I wish I had the picture. But my dad drove me out. When I lived with my dad, he drove me to South Fork. And and back then, it was out there. I live I live probably maybe eight miles away from South Fork right now um, where I live today. Back then, we drove probably an hour over here, and it was just out in the middle of nowhere. And I remember my dad having a map trying to find the place, and it took a long time to find South Fork. Oh, South what? South Fork. <laughs> South Park. <laughs> it's it's the redneck version of Dallas. South Park. South Park. 
<laughs> I'm Jimmy Dean. Jimmy Dean. What are you doing, Jimmy Dean? Welcome to South Park. <laughs> hey, look over there. It's Ellen Sue. Ellen Sue, get on over here, Ellen Sue. Rick Pig. Welcome to South Park. But anyway, my dad took a picture of me with my cowboy hat on. Oh, I bet that was awesome. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> right in front of South Fork. What's funny is that as a kid, when you put that cowboy hat on, and you're probably still wearing, like, you know, some Adidas t-shirt or some spot yeah. belts yeah. And, and a pair of, you know, tough skin jeans. But you put that cowboy hat on, and you immediately think, I look just like Bobby right now. <laughs> or JR. Or JR. When this picture is developed, I'm going to look just like them. <laughs> yep yep you know and that brings up a whole other thing there's kind of a loss like you don't get to be surprised by pictures anymore oh by taking them in to get developed and yeah then you come back and you you go through them and you look yeah yeah what was even great really great was when you'd have a roll of film you forgot to develop for a year or two oh and you pull that out and you take it because you can't you can't remember what was on it yeah you get it developed and it's like boom you know you're right dude you're right you're right. I need to bring back film, buddy. Bring back film. Why not? Everything else is coming back. My daughter got a record player for Christmas. I saw that on that crazy? Instagram. What, yeah. She Instagram that's what, it. She Instagrammed it, buddy. Yeah. She said she bought an Aerosmith record, and she wasn't sure if she liked it, and she loves it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's my girl. That's your girl. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, more people that died. Mike Wallace died. Yeah. Boy, he, his son had a really... Neat deal about him. Chris really? Wallace did, yeah. Nora Ephron died, who wrote um, When Harry Met Sally. Oh, and yeah. I got mail and some of those types of uh, shows. Wow. Movies. Um, did you know who she wanted to speak first at her funeral? Yeah, but I wasn't available. No, it wasn't you. Oh, who? Martin Short. Really? Did he? He did. Uh, Martin Short, I guess. He's also uh, he's in this Vanity Fair did a comedy issue and he, there's an article on Martin Short, but just everyone's saying he was just he's Martin Short is the nicest guy. I just would think the that nicest guy. Um, yeah, he did great on Saturday Night Live. He did amazing on Saturday Night Live yeah. uh, two or three weeks ago whenever he was on. Um, yeah, I grew up like that was Saturday Night Live. When they had Billy Crystal, Martin Short, Jim Belushi, Julie Louis-Dreyfus, uh, Christopher Guest, Harry Shearer that's on The Simpsons now, that group was the group that I just marveled at. And Martin Short was one of them. Just, yeah. just they would do all these characters, and I just thought it. I I just loved watching Saturday Night Live and uh, much more character driven than it maybe ever was. Well, it's so interesting, you know, when you look at Saturday Night Live, you go. Saturday Night Live has infiltrated. I think I've said this on a pod- podcast before, but they have just infiltrated everything. They are the their thread is just woven into movies, culture. But you look at the old Saturday Night Lives, and they became movie stars. Yeah, you're right. And the, and the people today, besides like the Will Ferrells, but they pretty much the, there's more of them. Yeah, you, you've got. Jimmy Fallon to Maya Rudolph to Amy Poehler to uh, Tina Fey. Um, oh, what's the guy's name? Jason uh, Sadakis. 
Jay, which he'll probably be great in movies. Well, he's, uh, yeah, he's already uh, coming on pretty strong. But you have more of these utility players. Um, I'm forgetting a bigger. I'm forgetting a huge guy. Um, he's he's in. Oh gosh, he's in Suburgatory, and he's in Thirty Rock. What's his name? Um, plays the Doctor Spaceman. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I can't think of his name though, but I don't know who you're talking about. But it's all these people that, um, they just uh, Anna Gasteyer. Um, yeah. All these people—they're not movie stars, and they probably never will be. But they've really made a great niche in, yeah. in television, and uh, just continuing their their longevity. Pretty cool. It's very cool. So anyway, Dick Clark died. Yeah, uh, he was—he seemed like a nice guy too. Yes. Um, uh, Ernest Borgnine died. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. And the weird, weird one, Tony, Tony Scott, who who uh, made uh, Crimson Tide, Enemy of the State, Top Gun. Uh, didn't he jump jump off into a, off a bridge or something? But man, again, I don't know. Uh, he. Um, I think he was Ridley Scott's brother, but he was a film director guy. But wow. anyway, just sad when very you sad like that go away um, when they seem like they have so much to offer, and then boom. So, but anyway, uh, so what? What's uh, what's some of your um, goals here, buddy? As we head into twenty for the new year? Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I'm not a goal guy. You know that. I know. It's not in my nature. I know. But I, um, I've i got a couple. Yeah? What are they? Um, oh, I've had to uh, stop running for a while because mm-hmm. of some injuries um, related to um, geriatrics. Getting and old. Yeah. Old. And um, so I've um, just put on a little holiday weight. Um, so, uh, gotta try to get in shape. That's one of my goals for how 2013. Much, how much have you gained? Do you think? I don't, I have not stepped on a scale. I don't want to, <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna throw that out there. That out there. Um, so, um, really wanting 2013 to be a year that I get in shape. Um, I still haven't given up the dream. It's, it's getting off further away from me. I'm not going to lie, but of, of doing a marathon, I really, really want to do a marathon. Um, so I, I could do another half marathon, but I just really want to do a marathon. So I don't know where I'm on that. Um, and then, um, I'm going to, uh, it sounds like a real simple goal, but, um, kind of gotten away from memorizing scripture. So I'm going to try to memorize 13 verses in 2013 and just really know them well. Just pick one a month and then add an extra one in somewhere and do that. I like that. So that's kind of that's kind of my uh those are my those are my biggies I guess for the for the uh for the year. How about you? I like that. I like that a lot. I like that. Well, it's not much, but for a guy that doesn't make goals, it's it's, it's something. <sighs> Buddy, um I I think my big goal um my big goal is to write this movie that we're talking about. Um, not yeah. the Mayan movie. That no. will be another movie later. But um, Potience, me and Tommy have been talking and even talking with other people that we work with um, about our first feature film. And I think we have one. And um, I just – that's what I want to do is just write the sucker and write it right. Yeah. Make it great. Make it funny. Make it have a great message, and then 
film it. Yeah, so. isn't the goal to film it next uh, December? Yeah, I don't really think that's going to happen. Don't give up, man. Oh, I, I think just writing it and us us really putting our stamp of approval is going to take all year. I really do. I think you're going to finish it this week. Well, I've started writing it. There you go. Writing the treatment for it. All things we've talked about, but um, been watching a lot of buddy films, a lot of you know buddy duo movies, buddy movies, comedies, dramas. Um, anyway, but it's kind of scary. It's yeah, it is. It's yeah. taking a chance. It's and, yeah. You know, anytime yeah. you take a chance, you can fail. Well, or you can succeed. It totally. And it's you go from, um, you know, somebody. Uh, I'm trying to think who it was said about. Um, I'm gonna forget his name too on Saturday Night Live. The guy that does all the digital shorts. He's not on there anymore. He left. Adam, no. Um, not Adam Sandler, but uh, what's his name? Andy um, Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. He was hired on with two of his buddies. That basically. You never saw them, but they wrote skits, and they also wrote these digital shorts with Andy. But they were a team. They were a package, basically. They were occasionally in his, his digital shorts. Yes. Yeah, I remember yes. them, yeah. Okay, but the three of them are buddies. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm forgetting who wrote about them, but somebody said about Andy Samberg, we've been watching all his little mini digital shorts for so long now on SNL. It's time they. It's time the three of them make a movie. Um. They've got enough practice off the digital shorts. It's time they make a movie for their audience, you know. And you and I go, that's a lot like us. Is we've been making these little digital shorts. We've been making these mini movies for our audience, for our audience, for our um, fan base, um, churches. And now it's time to take that to the next step and to go. What would an hour and a half movie comedy slash drama look like? And how do we do it right to where? People that are believers go, that was really good, and I want to, I want to bring a friend to this. I want to be a bringer, so to speak, and and someone that would be against Christian movies or religious films, they really like it. You know what I mean? I love it, and and that they would laugh. Mm. Yep. If it's true what Chevy Chase said about movies, in any great movie, you laugh at least twelve times really hard. I mean, that's the goal. How yeah. in an hour and a half can you make people laugh? Yeah. Really out loud. If they're in a and if they're in a movie theater, it's laughed out. If they're laughing out loud, if they're in their living room with family members that have come in for Christmas or a holiday, and they go, "Hey, let's watch this," it's laugh out loud and not sitting there where the person that recommended it is sweating because no one's laughing. Did <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I think it would be cool to make a movie that became a family's. Hey, this is the movie we watch every year yeah. together. Yes, yes. We are making a Christmas movie. Um, we feel like that's our first endeavor. So, potting to be praying for us and uh, be yeah. asking us because, oh, I just did a little what, snort. What was that? No, <laughs> did you just swallow a mouse? Or I breathed in. I breathed in. Are you oh, sure? Boy. <laughs> the eggnog. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I have been drinking eggnog every day. That's crazy. Every day, buddy. Every day. Well, that's what Christmas is for. Oh, boy. Hey, I've been eating Mayans. <laughs> Those Mayans. <laughs> um, so that's the big goal, dude. I feel like uh, I know how to keep my weight off. I feel like, 
you know, the biggies back in my life were money. I couldn't budget. I couldn't, I would spend instead of save, um, my weight and, uh, and just, you know, my own personal spiritual life, just really trying to, uh, keep that in check and not just do stuff for God, but actually spend time in God's word. And, and, uh, I want to do more of that. I want more of Jesus and less of me. And, uh, I want him to increase and me to decrease, and I want to write this movie. So that's big. Yeah, it's big. That's really big. And audience, you know, help us. I mean, you are, man. You mean so much to us. We we don't have the the words to say how much we uh, appreciate you. And so help us. Um, and I would say help us by praying for us on the uh, on the movie and. Um, pray for creativity, for things to fall into place right, for financing, for inspiration, for all of that. And and I would say, like, um, you know, for me, too, I talked about, you know, just memorizing 13 verses and or not verses, but passages like, hey, audience, if you have passages that you go, hey, here's a here's a passage you should memorize, Tommy, because you need this or whatever. Send yeah, it yeah. to us. You know, that'd be great. I would love to have any ideas. That's good, dude. That's good. Yeah, I'm opening up it. a little. I don't really do that very much. I'm glad you are, buddy. Well, I'm glad. I don't like it, so I probably won't do it much. Anymore. <laughs> I'm glad you are. I'm glad you are. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I read. I think in December I read that. And I've never noticed it before, but when Jesus in John uh, chapter one verse thirty-eight, there's some people following Jesus, and he stops and says. What do you, what is it that you're looking for? Yeah. You know, and um, that that question has just been ringing in my ears of Jesus just asking me, Eddie, what is it that you're looking for? What what is it? What else do you need? And and the truth is, I don't need anything. Um, what am I looking for? I mean, if you really start to think about that question, I mean, you can go pretty deep into what are you looking for? What 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 are those aches in your soul what what's what's what are the holes in your heart what 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 are you looking for and i really want more of jesus and less of me and uh i i hope that by writing this screenplay can almost be a just an act of love to jesus i know that may sound weird but i i really want it to be from him and about him and through him you know what i mean yeah I don't know, I, man. I'm with you. I'm with you. There's nothing good about me. That's so, so I need true. More Jesus, you didn't have to agree with me on that. That is so you true. Did not that was uncalled for. Um, here's some viewer mail, real quick. We read this to you not to trump us up, but just to go. It's just amazing what God can do through slugs like us, and maybe that can inspire you to use your talents and gifts. Reading uh, your email is our way of saying thank you. Here they are. Uh, dear Tommy and Eddie, I know this may sound strange, but I want to tell you thank you. Your skits are wonderful, and I really like them. They're really encouraging, so thanks again, guys. Um, just, hey, guys, want to say thanks. Love what you guys do. Love doing life with you guys. Uh, thanks for the awesome messages that you post through your videos. It's really inspiring stuff. You guys bring the word across in such an amazing and profound way. <sighs> Just just stuff like that. This person says, to be honest, I've never heard about you guys until recently. I'm from South Africa, which is most likely the reason why I haven't heard of you guys. 
I can only assume that you guys must be pretty big in the States. I watched the clip where you spoke about God's chisel. It was amazing. Soon after watching it, I posted on our youth Facebook page, and the response was amazing. I pretty much grew up in church and have never seen anyone use drama to this extent. This is exactly what the world needs, an, an awesome blend of humor mixed with God's life changing, changing words. Mm. Yep, talks about our show on uh, TBN. Um, South Africa, just just crazy, just just nuts. You know that is crazy. You said into the podcast, Tommy, um, uh, about uh, make making the thankful carpet angels. Do you remember that? Thankful carpet angels. Now, do you remember us talking about that in the last podcast? No, but I don't really remember what I had for lunch. <laughs> But anyway, this girl Michelle did it, and um, she did Carpet Angels, and oh, that's awesome. Yes, so talks about her whole family sat down and watched um, some of our videos. Um, just crazy, uh, just nuts. It's good, good stuff. Good, good stuff. Um, he, uh, there was another one. I asked God to help me find him again. He did it with your skits. I love to act. I love to watch skits. Thank you for what you do. You guys changed my life. Just crazy, just crazy, Tommy. Just crazy stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that tears me up. Just that one line. I asked God to. What'd they say? Show me Him. And He did it through your skits. Yeah. Yeah, that's very humbling. Our new video, uh, "Come That Long Expected Jesus" on SkiGuys.com. Um, one guy named Jeremy says, I've watched it so many times. Thank you. It has caused me to worship in a deep and profound way. Isn't that just Oh, that's awesome. I mean, uh, something on their computer screen. A mom wrote about that video saying, my kids asked to watch the uh, the Bible story video, and they name off the Bible stories as they go by the screen. And you know, That's beautiful. Great combination. Marcy Priest doing the music and... Um... And you can find that song if you want on iTunes. Just uh, look up Marcy Priest if you like that song. And um, then the painting on there by Chris is just fantastic. It's beautiful. Uh, one guy said he was listening to our podcast, and he's one of those guys that laughs a lot at our podcast and laughs out loud. And he was laughing and walking and hit a post. Just nailed it. <laughs> Love that. That's awesome. Um, and then uh, this person says, I'm a part of your audience. I'm the one who's listening to you at work. So we do have some people listen to us at work. And they work, awesome. they work out, that kind of stuff. Because we just talk forever. So it just wastes time as they're driving in the car. You know, we're just, we're just that conversation for them just to get them down life's road. Uh, yeah, this is the person that walked right into a pillar. I hit it so hard, I fell flat on my butt. Good times, good times. Anyways, I love your phrase, doing life together. So I tried to woo my husband with it. He didn't quite get it at first. He told me it sounded gloomy like a prison sentence. <laughs> but then as he thought about it, he got it. And just the other day, he sent a text saying, I love doing life with you. Isn't that oh, great? Oh, that's a, a prison sentence. Isn't that great? <laughs> I love doing life with you. Sounds like a sentence. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, 
that's funny. Hey, by the way, if you're listening to our our podcast right now and you're someplace where there's other people, just stop for a minute and look at them, whether you know them or not, and just make the sign with your hand and say, hang loose, man. Just hang loose right now. Just do that. Hang loose and shake your hand at them. <laughs> people may not know what hang loose is. That's fine. It's it's a surfing term. I'm, I'm using it because we got a uh, Christmas card, you know, this year. Oh, yeah. From from surfers, yeah. And I'm going to go there, and you're not. That's what you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So keep these emails coming. We get them every Tuesday, and we read them, and they touch our heart. We uh, love them. Yeah, just just love it, love it, love it. Thank you. Thank you for watching our videos. Um, we had one person that even said, I, I'm so bummed I can't buy your videos, but I watch them all the time on skiguys.com. And hey, and that's great. That's why they're there for that's anybody great. to watch for free. Yep. So that we are here because of you guys. So, Pottings, thanks for letting us be a part of your life. Um, uh, here you go. Ready? This is my first passage to memorize for okay. the year. Okay. Ephesians 2. I haven't memorized it yet. I'm reading it. Ephesians 4. Sorry. 22 through 24. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So this to me is your happy new you memory verse. I like that. When repeat it again, what is it? Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. It's good. Happy new you. In fact, that's what you should say to people this year. Say happy new you. And when they go, what? You say happy new you. God mm. says you can be new, and it'd be a great opportunity to share with them or encourage them, or they'll think you're weird. Either way, you're a winner. I like that, buddy. I like that. Happy New You. Happy New You. Like, even even when you count down, 10, 9, 8, 7, yeah. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Happy, Happy New, new you. you! Just let it carry out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New you. Be- and Because here's the thing. If you say that, yeah. And somebody says, did you just say happy new you? Yeah. If you're in the mood, you have the right to go, yes, I did. Let me tell you about it. Uh-huh. If you're not in the mood, you go, no, I said happy new year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. Yeah. And what's that's great is because you can actually really look someone in the eye and go, yeah, I said it. I, I want to I be different this year. I want, oh, I want yeah. a new me. Yeah. You know? And then they'll say, how come you didn't say happy new me? And you say, because a new me is actually a child's toy in Japan. There you go. See, we're covering all the bases for Boom. our podcast members. That Boom. is so great. And if you do make a list, can I just give you some, can I just give you some fatherly advice? Please do. Audience. Don't make a list of ten things. No. Just make a th- list of one thing you want to change this year and make it Make it a biggie. Make it something where you look at that. If it's on your desk, if it's in your car, if it's on your phone, whatever it is, when you look at that one thing that you want to change to make a new you about you, that you go, okay, I cannot do this without God's help. But, and, uh, but also make it attainable. Make it realistic. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, not climb Mount Everest, but if you're going to – if it's lose 20 pounds, lose 20 pounds. Yeah. You know, read the Bible in a year, but don't add four other things with it because you'll never do all of them. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, 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 you know, why lose 20 pounds? Because your body is the temple and you need to take care of it. Right. Ugh. 
that means you and I come January 1st. I got to go visit family on the 1st. It's probably going to be the next week for me. I'm going to be <laughs> okay. honest with you. It's, okay. We'll, we'll do a way a trip, to, a trip to Tennessee <laughs> if I'm having to eat healthy. <laughs> Okay, after you after you get home. After you get home. All right, buddy. Okay. Well, love you, buddy. Have a good one. I love you, audience. Thanks for doing life with us, even Thanks. if it seems like a prison sentence. <laughs> so happy new you. Did you say happy new you? I did. I did. You wanna know why? Nope. But no, it's really good. Let me tell you. Good day. No, really, I wanna tell you. I said good day. <laughs> and we say good day. Take good care, audience. Good day. Good day.